Hello there guys and welcome to another episode of Genuine Chit Chat. This week I am once again joined by BZ The Voice and Steve J. Ray. In case you missed last week's episode, I really recommend you go back and check that out because it gives a lot of additional context to this part of the conversation, as well as a lot more details about BZ's upcoming Green Lantern fan film in The Brightest Day Off. But what you can expect from this part is generally the same sort of conversation, but BZ also goes into detail about how filming of In the Brightest Day Off and his general voice acting business has been affected by the COVID sort of lockdown, as well as speaking about some of his other projects, including a sequel idea, the challenges of being a voice actor, music and movies and soundtracks and things, the difference between interest and commitment, a story of BZ meeting his hero and loads of other cool things as well. So if you liked part one, you're almost definitely going to enjoy part two. I've included a whole host of links in the show notes. There's BZ's site, his social media, his teaser trailer for his Green Lantern movie, as well as his IMDb page. And then with Steve, it's got his numerous websites that he's involved with, as well as some information about the podcasts that he does as well. And also in this episode, after I've started nattering in this, you've got the promo coming up for the Superheroes for Dummies podcast, which I really recommend to people. I've been listening to a lot of their episodes recently, and it is found on the feed of Comics in Motion, along with my other podcasts, Styles Comics in Canon and loads of other different shows and then right at the very end of this whole thing there's going to be another promo for one of steve's other shows as well because he is a busy guy so yeah for the time being that's enough from me guys as i said after the promo plays and the intro music and stuff you'll get into the rest of the chat and then when that chat finishes i'll be back at the end to tell you guys some other things that i've got coming up as well as my other podcast star wars comics and canon and a few other bits and pieces there but i have included all the details in these show notes here there's plenty of links to get your teeth into so make sure you check those out Anyway, guys, thank you as always for listening. I really appreciate anyone checking out the show. And yeah, I'll be back at the end to give you more information. Picture this, someone who knows nothing about comics. Someone who knows comics from movies, TV and video games. A complete ultra comics nerd. You pick the character you want us to talk about. You send us the questions you want answered. You make the show. A podcast by fans. For fans. Making new fans. Superheroes. Or dummies. Welcome to Genuine Chit Chat, where we have honest conversations with interesting people. And I'm your host, Mike Burton. I know no one wants to talk about the C word, but did the COVID affect your filming of this very much, as in this specific film? Actually, no, it didn't. Um, you know, for me, I, you know, I mentioned earlier that I'm a voiceover actor. I'm also a voiceover coach and a voiceover demo producer. Um, a lot of on-camera actors wound up devastated because they couldn't work. But voiceover never stopped. Most of our work, if not all of our work, is done at home. And so, dude, I've been exp- my my business for coaching and demo production exploded exponentially because tons of camera on-camera actors didn't have the training or voiceover demo reels for voiceover, but their agents were sending them the work. So then they were like, well, I can't do this. I don't have recording equipment or I don't have training or so my business just blew up in doing that. Now for this particular project, no, there was no issue or whatnot. Um, I was too busy throughout the the spring and summer months with coaching and producing as well as doing my own voice work and then when things started to slow down a little bit 
and then I got, you know, got a chance to, to, for my mind to, you know, focus on, you know, some things that I wanted to truly do because for all intents and purposes, this quarantine thing for me has been a blessing because it has freed up the most valuable thing on planet earth time. And so with that being said, I started hunting filmmakers and I'm like, who can I use? And one of the young ladies that I was in that pilot with, she said, why don't you use Ryzen again? And I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. So I, I reached out to those guys and they're like, yeah, dude, we're on board. All right, let's go ahead and uh, make something happen. I sent them the script. They're like, yeah, we'll be able to knock this out in a day, dude. Um, I'm, and wow. we've already got some ideas about some drone shots. Oh, my drone shot. Oh my God. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> so, um, but the thing is, man, is, you know, we, we, for the most part, we got wound up getting through a, you know, a big chunk of the quarantine without me having to even be bothered with it. And then we actually filmed it. We're in November. Now we actually shot it last month. So the timing was perfect, man. Um, it, and see here in Vegas, dude, it is ridiculously hot. This is the desert. My kind so, of place. You know, I mean, you're talking about triple digits into the team, you know, 100 and teens. So um, October last month, the weather was absolutely prime. So, um, yeah, dude, it was you know, we, we, we got things knocked out. Um, my daughter, you know, told me she wanted to do hair and makeup for the rest of her life. So I'm like, let's go ahead and start getting her on some of these sets. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I hired her as my makeup artist and she took care of business. And so it's like, all right, cool. This is, this is super dope. And now I'm ready to rock and roll with this second one. And, ah, oh, go ahead and feast on this, this one right here, Steve. So, I've, I've built up, you know, built up a buzz for myself so much so that people are, you know, recognizing me as Jon Stewart and that, um, you know, there's been some people who come out of the works who want to do alternate universe crossovers. Oh, baby. <laughs> so my sister-in-law, who is an actress, she wants to do a, a Jon Stewart Monica Rambo crossover oh yes please god the um, real female captain marvel not the right <laughs> a buddy of mine who actually again i'm going back to the pilot that i worked on he was one of my uh one of my my co-actors on that film he wants to do a john stewart t'challa crossover Oh mate, oh, I'm, and, there. Um, I'm there. Now that does sound. Cool. I'm there. That is. <laughs> I know who that is. That sounds very <laughs> cool. And then another buddy of mine. He uh, actually, I know this dude from the gym. He's about six four, two eighty ish, and he looks like Mike Coulter. And he wants to do a John Stewart, Luke, Luke Cage. Cage. Oh yes. Oh, that would be good. So I now, now these people are coming at me with these ideas. So now I'm thinking web series. Yes. That, I mean, I would 100% be game for that as well. Just to, I'm always looking to get more into anything nerdy and anything that's creative and people who just love it and are passionate about it. Mm -hmm. That's what, 
that's it that's exactly what you should do you have and the passion is there damn it's firing through the phone screen (laughs) (laughs) and we will definitely help you promote that sort of stuff and like now that we've connected bc there's no unconnecting i'm afraid you are stuck with us we're going to be following your work we're going to be sharing it and all that sort of other jazz hell to the yes i'm I'm excited like i'm i want to get into i'm going to have to force steve to get some votes on superheroes for dummies to get more green lantern uh get a green there won't be a lot of forcing going on my brother there will not be a lot of forcing I, i have four words for you both where do I sign? That's it. <laughs> well, you know something, gentlemen, I, I sincerely appreciate your enthusiasm, man. Like I said, you know, I'm Mike, I'm glad you brought Steve on board here um, because, you know, it's, it's great to collaborate with like minds, um, mm. you know, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not, in as in depth as Steve is with this with this comic thing, but man, I know enough to know what's BS and what isn't. You know enough, definitely. So, um, yeah, dude, this John Stewart thing, man, is is popping off, and and actually, this is the first of several interviews that I'm doing right now uh, to promote this thing, man. Um, my cousin who's a music producer is scoring the film. He's, he's done work for Faith Evans, Busta Rhymes, Snoop Dogg. So he's going to be doing the music score for the film. And, um, it's like, all right, cool. Let's go ahead and knock it out. And, you know, ironically crazy enough, you know, being that he's a music, music production engine and sound engineer, um, you know, he and I put together, uh, our own little company, where I write and voice spots while he produces them, you know, with, you know, uh, with, with, uh, music and, and, uh, audio engineering. So, um, you know, he was my first go-to to score this thing. And I have several, uh, cousins who are rappers and music producers that are, um, sort of going to contribute to, uh, soundtracks for these films. So dude, it's all in, it's in house. Um, it's just a matter of, Man, you know, I, I did actually, I did a crowdfund for this first film and wound up getting enough money to pay for the production. Didn't think that I would, but I actually wound up doing so. I'm hoping that this will be able to promote, we'll be able to promote this to do another one and get a bigger budget. Because like I said, for the second film, dude, I have seven lanterns, Ooh. all Earth lanterns, including Alan Ooh. Scott. Oh, the original. I have the dude, granddaddy. I have all my. Please tell me cast. Jessica Cruz is in there. Oh, dude, I have all the lanterns set. I have all the ring set. I have all all, all of them oh, cast. Awesome. You have John Stewart, Hal Jordan, Kyle Rayner, Gus Gardner, Simon Baz, Jessica Cruz, and Alan Scott. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Again, where do I sign? <laughs> and listen, BZ, if you need, if you need a. An Alfred Pennyworth, Master Bruce. <laughs> um, or if you need a Jaime Reyes, porque también hablo español, soy español. If you need anything like that, brother, literally hit me up. I do a bit of voice acting here as well. Uh, a recent ad I did for the DC Comics News podcast, Mark Hamill said he had competition for the joke. That's amazing. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> that is amazing, dude. That is amazing. Wow. Hit me up, brother. Oh, gentlemen, um, you know, because we're here talking comics, 
I have to put you on uh, to this, uh, this short film. It's a mashup. It's called Red Hood It. Oh, uh, I'm like the there. That. Jason Todd, um, the whole Batman universe is, is my, uh, that's my yeah. jam. So Red Hood meets Pennywise. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Yeah, dude. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, one of them was killed by a clown and the other one is a killer clown. I'm there. The, the gentlemen, uh, the, the two gentlemen who put that together um, were a couple of filmmakers that I tried to hire, but those two dudes are super, super busy here in Vegas. Um, they're amongst the premier filmmakers here. Um, one of them, um, he actually... When, when you see that video, Red Hood It, it's on YouTube. When you see that, you're going to see a trailer for a show called, or a project called Power, which is based on Jon Stewart. Now, this gentleman came up with this, with, with this particular project. The gentleman that you see, he had to let that dude go, and he wound up hiring me, but we haven't been, we haven't been able to shoot that particular project yet but he brought me on to be uh john stewart for that as well so it's like okay well whenever that dude is ready for that we'll go ahead and rock and roll with it but in the meantime i gotta knock my own stuff out i can't wait for him yes absolutely it's one of those things being a creative i mean i'm not as much of a creative individual as either of you two are very clearly um i'm more of a just kind of plop my way through things and just talk far too much and put it on the internet but it's it's one of those things that that as you said you said slightly earlier just like time is I, i'm sure steve will agree with this because we're, we're in this sort of a group of people uh comics in motion and there's like 10 of us who are super into uh, different aspects of nerdy stuff like star wars is my thing that's that's the that's the only thing i could probably say that i know potentially more about of the current canon than the guys in comics in motion anything else i'm the scrub and what's really good is that we're all always talking about how like Oh, if we could, you know, if we didn't have our standard, like, Equus 9 to 5 jobs and things, we would just be podcasting and creating and doing all these crazy things. And we've just got so many different ideas and whatnot of, of cool things. And it just sounds like you are living that. And one of the things that I kind of, there's so many points here that we could jump off. I mean, you know, how important soundtrack is to so many things, like the scores is so underappreciated. The Superman score in Star Wars, obviously, John Williams literally makes it. It's like, there's so many things and you've, you have a clear understanding and comprehension of the different layers of that. And with that in mind as well, I, I want to speak to you about your voice acting because I've done a incredibly small amount of voice acting. I think the only accent I could, the accent, the only voice I could do is basically Gollum from fucking Lord of the Rings. And um, essentially with that in mind, I want to ask you with your voice acting, I just want to say it's so underappreciated. Like people seem to think that it's easy to do, but I think in a lot of ways, it's actually more difficult because you have to convey so many, so much more emotion when it's only your voice that's conveying it. When you've not got any visual cues, when you can't see someone's facial expressions, when you can't do all that, it, it must be, you being a voice acting coach, there must be so many things that people must underestimate on how tricky it is to be a voice actor. Well, okay, before I before I delve into that, this, this is probably going to... Uh possibly tickle your fancy because you you just made a, a point on soundtrack um in my film in, in brightest day off of course john stewart is a marine so marines keep themselves in shape so there's a little bit of a workout scene while i was doing my workout scene i had my earbuds in and throughout the entire time 
I was playing Hans Zimmer, First Flight from Man of Steel. Nice. Nice. Bro, talk about inspiration. Dude, I was, dude, I was, I, I, dr- I drank a red line energy drink, a full bottle. One bottle is two servings. I, I downed both servings and I threw in that Hans Zimmer. Dude, your boy got diesel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's fuel, alright. Yeah. People underestimate how just music, even you don't necessarily need like obviously lyrics and things can mean a lot, but the yeah. music, there's there's so many like Hans Zimmer's one of those uh, creators that is just he's so iconic, and there's so much that he's done, and you can just as soon as you hear his stuff, you get that feeling, that drive to just make you go, I just want to take on the world, sort of thing. So like that is that's so cool. That, that is literally themes taken over the world. Yeah, that is literally what I did, dude. That first flight from Man of Steel, dude, I had that on repeat the entire time I was doing my all of my workout scenes. Um, Dude, it's just ridiculous. So voiceover. um, People who decide they want to do voiceover, take it seriously. They don't take it lightly. People who have no interest in it and just, you know, you tell them what what you do and they're like, "What? wait a minute, you get paid to do what? Oh man, I can do that. Yeah, you really think so? Come and join me for about ten minutes, and let's let's chop it up. Ten minutes in, man, this is hard. Yeah, that's what you thought. Absolutely, it is an art form. It, it you know, it it you know, the act, acting has a double sided coin, um, or acting is a double sided coin. On one side of that coin is voiceover. On the other side of that coin is the screen. On on the, the head side of the coin on camera, you have to remember and act. On the tail side for voiceover, you have to read and act. So that's why every now and again, you'll hear the term voice actor, voice acting, because you can't get away from acting. It's there. That's why it's essential for any, you know, I always talk to people, especially with the people that I coach, I ask them two things. One, do they have a background in acting? And two, do they have a, do they either have a background in singing or are a singer? Reason that I ask that is because singers naturally get the musicality and tonality that voiceover entails. They don't understand why they do it. They just naturally get it. So when I'm coaching singers, my job is to teach them why they're getting it because they're already getting it. For those who are studying acting, my job, the, the, one of the strongest things about acting is acting teaches you how to make choices, run with those choices and stick with them through the entire performance. Even if it's wrong, you stuck with your choice. Then, of course, on either side of the coin, one of your most important job descriptions is following direction. So if your choice was wrong, the director directs you and then you correct it in the right direction and you stick with that choice and that's that's one of the strengths about having an acting background so just you know outside lay persons their thing is oh man i can do that yeah that's what you think you think you can do that i'm going on 20 years in voiceover it is an art form and it doesn't matter whether you have thunder throat or whether you have an arsenal of voices you know, people just think, okay, I'll go ahead and make a bunch of voices and this, that, and the other, and I'm going to go ahead and get paid bank. Uh, no, it's a little bit more to it than that. Let me take that back. It's a lot more to it than that. 
everything you just said absolutely uh, and the amount of people who think they can do it all but can't take direction without um getting insanely angry like well no my choice is right well if it was right we wouldn't be correcting you if everyone could do voice acting then everybody would be a voice actor yeah everybody is not a voice actor the thing is is you know there there are tons of people out there who really want to do the work they just don't actually have the skill set and the patience and most important the commitment because the thing is is you know there are a lot of people that are out there that are interested and then there are people that are out there who are committed if you're interested, you're just going to do whatever is comfortable to get you where you want to be. If you're committed, you're going to do whatever it takes to get you to where you want to be. Yeah. That is a perfect way of putting it. I mean, that kind of links in with, with a lot of things. Like, I know it's a, it's a slightly smaller, different scale, but like with podcasting as an example, I've got two podcasts and I've been doing uh, this show for about three and a half years now. So I'm, I'm in like facebook groups and you know different variety of communities and things and the amount of times where you get someone who's like in the facebook community and they've been like oh i've been doing you know i've been doing my podcast for like three or four weeks like when are my numbers going to jump into this or i've been doing this for and it's like dude like if you are already looking at that you're doing it for the wrong reason you need to start by you're doing it because you're passionate and it's exactly as you said you you worded it perfectly there it's just there's the difference between interested and committed because people just want everything immediately and in this strange place that we're at now especially with social media which is great for many many different things you know connecting people and stuff it's that instant gratification part of it and people just want they think it's almost like you know i'm going to pick up a guitar and i'm going to start playing a few chords today and by next week i'll be able to play hendrix it's like no (laughs) take it back you have to want you've got to have the passion you've got to have the commitment and you have to be receptive to criticism, as you say, BZ. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of those big parts where if you can't take criticism for things that you do, constructive criticism, granted, if you can't take that, you're not going to improve because if you think you're already the best, immediately you aren't. That's It's just that is straight away. There's always ways you can improve, and it's just depend on how willing you are to accept your own strengths but also accept your own shortcomings and try and work on that. And your your work ethic really comes out easy immediately just from this conversation. Okay, well, well, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and dovetail on what it is that you said, you know, when people are talking about, you know, they, you know I've been doing this for a couple of weeks and instant gratification. One of my sayings, dude, is this world, because of that, this world is ruled by microwaves and band-aids. Mm. Mm. One of the beautiful things about the internet and social media is that it gives people a voice. The worst thing about the internet and social media is that it gives people, it gives people a voice. A voice. <laughs> <laughs> it gives everyone a platform, which is great, but it also gives everyone a platform. <laughs> it's yep. exactly that. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. So, um, you know, and, and, you know, it doesn't matter when it comes to this entertainment thing, no matter what it is that you do, um, whether it's podcasting, whether it's voice acting, whether it's acting on camera, whether it's in theater, if, if it has something to do with arts and entertainment, the one thing, this is why I said um, the world is ruled by microwaves and band-aids. You have to understand that, you know, everyone is gifted in some way one way or another, and they have some kind of a contribution, you know, it's up to, you know, it's up to each and every one of those individuals to key into that, that talent or gift that they have and actually share it. Um, if you're in, in arts and entertainment, it's a crapshoot. 
there's nothing guaranteed for success in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Um, you know, you're stepping out on faith to showcase the gift or talent that you have. And with that being said, you know, you're stepping out. So if you're going to step out, you know, then, you know, do so because you got to step out to find out. And while you're busy stepping out, stand out. Yes. It, it's so many people think that, like you said, Mike, success is measured by how many hits they get on, on YouTube or on Instagram or whatever else. Um, I might not get any, but if I've really loved a piece of work I put out, and if two people say they loved it too, if I've given something 100% and I know that I've given that my heart, body, and soul, and it's put a smile on my face or one other person's face, then that's a success. No money, no uh, kudos, no rave reviews from people who might not really know what they're talking about will make that any better. If you know that you've given your 100% soul and effort into something, it's a success, end of, whether you've got the numbers or not. Steve, you better preach, dude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and put it to you like this. And I, I said it earlier that, hey, whether DC or Warner Brothers, you know, never even see, sees the light of day of my film or any of, my, any of the films that, you know, this one or the second one, I'm, I'm going to at least do the two. Whether or not they see them or not, I play John Stewart. There's The thing is, is you're always going to get somebody that's going to have, you know, going to be drunk off Haterade. Oh, so, yeah, Absolutely. It, that's, that's that's just how it's going to be. There's always going to be some kind of naysayer. You know, the moment that you make anybody, the moment that you make an, an, a, a conscious effort to elevate yourself, there's going to be the naysayer. There's going to be the attack. Um, there's always going to be, you know, somebody who has something negative to say, the negative Nancy, the negative Nelly, the negative Ned or Nathan. But when all is said and done, make sure you always remember this. Because when you decide to elevate yourself, the hounds of hell are coming. Mediocrity always attacks excellence. Oh, yes. 100%. Exactly. It's, people, well, a lot of the time, they have to understand as well with, uh, with any, or pretty much any type of art is that you have to be happy with it yourself. You know, as long as you're proud of it and you put it out there, that in itself will make you happy that that will make you proud of it and that it has to be that once you can look inward and you can really put something out there that you are happy of and you are thrilled to release and you had fun making and you're passionate things once you put that out there it it shouldn't matter what other people think in that regard obviously when some people do hail it and stuff it's nice to get gratification and that sort of stuff but people a lot of the time are always looking outward for happiness not only in art even in just general life you know people looking outward trying to find that thing that will make them complete when it's you have to find yourself inward once you're happy within yourself then you can put out the complete and the happiness of that if you see what i'm saying that was very Star Wars. Yeah, the force has to come from within. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Dude, in Brightest Day Off, I, I've seen it in its entirety. Um, we had I just had to give, you know, some last minute notes on it, but I am very happy with it. My actress who plays Shaira Hall, I am very happy with her performance. She doesn't really have much 
does she doesn't have much acting experience her role in it is super small however it's shiara hall as long as she's being seen comic book fans are going to be happy you know when when diggle shows up (laughs) um dude it's it's you know it's i'm super happy with it you know um and again if dc or warner brothers says hey look man let's go ahead and bring you in on such and such let's do it if you want me to voice kilowog i'm cool with that but i you know i'd I'd love to i'd love to be the embodiment of john stewart there are several actors that are out there one of them uh, on the top of the heap is a gentleman named demark thompson he absolutely looks the part of John Stewart. He's a working Hollywood actor. A lot of these working Hollywood actors have significantly, significantly a better shot than I do. I'm just a swarthy voiceover performer. However, I had to, I had to come up with some content to catch somebody's attention. Guys, have you ever heard of an artist called Gabriel Piccolo? This dude used to post stuff on his Insta and it was character designs and sketches because he's a fashion follower and he loves sneakers there is passion but he also loves comic books and what he did is he designed a brand new version of the teen titans characters raven beast boy starfire all of those guys and he got noticed by a writer called cami garcia who is just a legend screenwriter novelist comic book writer DC were writing to this guy, sending him emails, phone calls. He'd ignore them because he thought someone was busting his balls. He is now a comic book artist because of what he put online, his sketches, his sneaker designs, his fashion designs for the Teen Titans. Wow. BZ, I write for DC Comics News. They send us books to review. We frequently post the best fan stuff on there. Believe you me, sir, your stuff is getting shared. It will be seen by DC. Oh, my goodness gracious, brother. Bless you. Dude. It will be seen. Let, let me let me put it out. Your passion. You. you love these characters, and I can feel it. <laughs> you. Yeah, dude. Um, you know, Mike, when, when my friend Tanya told me to reach out to you, dude, um, I'm like, okay, let's let's go ahead and get this thing going. Gentlemen, make certain and understand this. There are no accidents or coincidences. This is this was supposed to happen. You do understand that, right? Yes. One hundred percent. My goodness, Absolutely. dude. This this is this is in and see the thing is is also um my films I got have a little story behind this. At the at the very least, these two films that I have. Both of them will be dedicated in memory of Dwayne McDuffie. One of the greatest comic book artists, artists of all time and one of my heroes. Yeah, oh, yeah dude. Legend. Um, the craziest thing, man, I was in L.A. and I, I was in a hardware store. And the, the only reason that I knew it was him, because I owned all the Justice League DVDs and I looked at all the, the, the featurettes and he was in them. So while yep. so while I'm in this hardware store, you I mean you never know, you know, what a person looks like really on television. Dude, Dwayne was six feet seven. Mm-hmm. Super yep. tall dude. You don't know, miss him. You can't you didn't see that. You know, look, I, I didn't see that looking at him on film sitting next to Bruce Tim and James Tucker. Um, and while you know Mark Hamill is, you know, uh hosting the panel. 
but yeah, dude was six feet seven. I'm looking at him. I'm like, I know that dude. And so I walked out of the store. I'm like, dude, we can't do this. I walked back into the store and introduced myself and gave him my business card, told him what it is that I do. Yes. And I'm like, dude, you have to understand. I appreciate the work that you cats do. Um, I know you got Phil Lamar for John Stewart, but it's definitely a dream of mine to voice John Stewart. And then I don't know, maybe a year or so after that, he was gone. But the thing is, is the dude, he was on the phone. He saw me approach him. He got off the phone and we stood there and we talked for a while. I'm like, you know something? This dude took a moment of his time to chop it up with an up and coming voiceover talent who wants to be a part of the DC universe. And he can possibly get me there. You know something? Here we go. So once these these projects came came up and I wrote them, I'm like, you know what? I'm dedicating both of these films in memory of Dwayne McDuffie because the dude didn't have to take oh, his time so out awesome. to just chop it up with me about the business and pass my card on to Andrew uh, Andrew Romano, who was the cast mm. and director for Ooh. the cartoons and one of the greatest. Her, well, she cast Kevin Conroy. Enough said. She cast Mark Hamill. Enough said. Yeah. So, <laughs> the rest is history. Yeah. So when all is said and done, dude, you know, I'm like, you know, at the very bare minimum, I'm going to pay some homage to this dude. Oh, that's beautiful. Wow. It is such a lovely thing to do. And it's nice when you have uh, those sort of moments in your life. And it's, it's something I want to touch on. You said slightly earlier, which was, you know, these sort of things were meant to happen. And the funny thing is, is that, before quick story about myself um selfishly bring it back to me um i i started off doing uh just a couple of youtube a youtube channel with a mate of mine in college he's been on the podcast a few times and then that kind of fizzled out and i started making music videos for bands and stuff uh and then i kind of stopped doing that as well um and then i was kind of in this creative uh hole in a sense I, I i wanted to release stuff but i didn't really know what i wanted to to really do and i spoke to a couple of friends of mine and funny enough, the friend i did youtube with he showed me um a rapper called scroobius pip and the same time he showed me that i was getting into a, i was on youtube and getting into stuff that russell brand does the the comedian he was doing a lot of things on youtube the rapper scroobius pip had russell brand in his podcast that's how i first heard about podcasting from that he spoke about joe rogan i got into joe rogan and scroobius pip from that, I was speaking to some of my friends and whatnot, and they basically convinced me to do um, a, a podcast, essentially. I was tr- basically trying to figure out what to do with myself, and they said, well, dude, you talk far too much as it is. You get it out there. Just do something. <laughs> like Most people who know me, I just uh, a term is verbally waterboarding, which is what I often do. And um, with this show, I did a collaboration with guys, uh, Chris and Dave, who run Comics in Motion. And because I did the collaboration with them, they eventually decided to release, uh, to try and get different shows on their, their feed, essentially. And they reached out to me and said, do I want to do a show called Star Wars Comics and Canon? I wasn't necessarily going to do a Star Wars comic show, but I decided, yeah, sure, I'll give it a go. Why not? Because we did a couple of Star Wars podcasts together and they realized I was super passionate about that. So I did that and they got a couple of other people in it, including Steve to do superheroes for dummies and a few other things. And we've got this little network together. And from doing those things, I ended up getting introduced to a gentleman called Bruce Wozniak. He introduced me to Tonya Todd. She also introduced me to UBZ. And the funny thing is, is because of me doing that like all the way back all these weird little things of just like 
One would call them maybe coincidences, others would maybe call them fate, who knows. But because of all these small little things connecting, it made me, and me listening to Superheroes for Dummies and stuff, when I, when Tonya spoke to me about having you on, I was like, I really want to have BZ on. And I was, obviously I accept, I would have accepted you regardless. But then I put the call out to the guys and I was also aiming at sort of Stephen things because I knew. But I want to say, I need someone else on here who's got the passion for not only the Green Lantern, but also just DC Comics and things, just mm-hmm. to, to to help. Because, you know, I, I, I'm i a fairly good host. I like to be conversationist, but there are certain gaps in my knowledge. And what is really shown here is that just getting Steve on and being able to sit back and listen to you guys nerd out and talk and just the passion that you guys both have, that is just incredible. And what from going on forward, you know, as Steve said, he'll be able to help put things on some of the other websites and stuff. And obviously we'll be sharing on social media and stuff. I really hope that if in any way this conversation has helped bolster up you and push you any closer to your goal, BZ, then that would make me so happy because me doing podcasting now, the way I describe it is is I call it like a pull. Like It feels like I'm being pulled into a direction, and that is just to do podcasting. I don't know... if if I stopped doing podcasting next year, something horrible happened and I could never do it again. The amount that I've gained from just doing it alone, from the friends I've met and the conversations I've had, like this one, that I wouldn't normally have on my standard life, they give my life more fulfillment. They make me feel like a, a more happy person. And it's just interesting that because of this conversation, if it could help you at all in your journey, it would make me honoured because I can tell with you, you've got that pull you've you can you've got the same thing and steve's got it as well people who are passionate it's my favorite thing about doing the podcast is when people talk about things they're passionate about you see in their eyes light up you hear their voice dance as they're excited to talk about what they do and i can see it in you bz that it's just it's exciting for me to be able to take more of a backseat in this conversation just so to hear how passionate you guys both are about this and the projects that you're doing. And I'm just, I'm excited for your future. Oh man, you, you, dude, you, you really have no idea, man. Um, you know, I, this thing, this actually has actually added fuel to the fire. Yeah, man. It, it, it's for the most part, literally, I'm so stoked. I'm going to go and buy myself a celebratory slice of cheesecake. And I'm not even supposed to be messing mm-hmm. with that stuff right now. But, um, <laughs> dude, like, seriously, man. And, I mean, you know, when all is said and done, you know, you touched on Star Wars. You know, we sort of kind of skimmed over it. But don't get it twisted, man, because I'm, you know, I am I geek out about that stuff, too. I've always wanted to play a Klingon, and I've always wanted to play a Sith Lord. So, um, <sighs> you know, dude, dude, I got high. Dude, I go big, man. I go hard. I got big dreams, dude. It's just a matter of. You know, now this whole COVID thing is sort of kind of messed with Hollywood. And now a lot of our um, a lot of our uh, uh, auditions and stuff are virtual online. You know, we have to do self-tapes. You know, we can't go into the casting director's offices anymore. So um, but you know something, man, I'll just look at it like this. I'm going to go ahead and keep on pushing forward with at least these two Green Lantern projects. I was actually thinking about those alternate universe crossovers um, coming in after the second film, sort of kind of branching off from the second film and having like a little, you know, a three or four episode series. So um, but in the meantime, first things first is I got to knock out these first two. And, uh, I, you know, 
I connected with James Tucker, um, I, I want to say on Instagram and Twitter. And I make certain that I tag that dude to, you know, make certain that he knows, hey, man, I'm about this. Yeah, I know it's been, you know, a long time, but I'm still about this thing. I know there are some Hollywood dudes that are out there who are interested in playing Jon Stewart. Uh, they, some people were talking about Common, uh, Trevante Rhodes, uh, Tyrese has expressed interest in it. And then the other gentleman, uh, DeMarc Thompson. Uh, all of those gentlemen can fit the mold for Jon Stewart. But then again, so can I. I may not be a Hollywood name, but trust yes. me, I can do it. Everything happens for a reason. Love what you do. Do what you love. That's real walkie-talkie, dude. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I mean, it's been absolutely delightful uh, speaking with you, BZ. It is genuinely, you are actually inspiring mm-hmm. to talk to, just hearing how passionate you are about this. And I want to say, like, the door is always open to my show. So when when you've released the first one, um, the first Green Lantern movie, if you want to uh, come back on the show before you release the second one or after or anything like that, the door is always open. I'll be sure to bring Steve back because I'm sure he will not resist being able to talk to you again. <laughs> the minute these things are out there, they're going on at least two websites. Um, I can tell you that categorically now. Oh, man, that is that is amazing, brother. You know, I... I, I really cannot express my gratitude enough. I really can't, um, you know, but, but not only, you know, not only for your actions, but I also am thankful for um, your knowledge and enthusiasm when it comes to this stuff, because, I you know, the thing this. is, is, you know, we speak the same language. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, all three of us do. Matter of fact, the two of you, are fluent in what it is that you know. I'm conversant in each of them so that we, we can all at least have mm-hmm. some conversation. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's it's perfect. And I'd say we're getting near the end here. And, you know, I'll be sure to include links to everything in all the show notes and everything along those lines. And I'll be sure to share all of your stuff online and all the different social media places as will Steve. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure all the comics family will do. I know that when Tony hears this, he's going to be jumping over the moon because he's one of the most enthusiastic people that we know. (laughs) And so our little group will definitely be trying to share and push this on wherever we can. And so if there's any sort of final words you want to give and things just to kind of sort of set this out uh, and then, yeah, we'll, Gotta hang this up, really. Okay, so for anyone out there who is a fan, especially when it comes to science fiction, science fantasy, comics, you know, superhero, supervillain, go get it. If it's something that you truly want, go and get it. Again, like I said, mediocrity always attacks excellence. You don't grow without adversity. That's what makes you stronger. And uh, I would go ahead and button it up on this. Human beings and plants are very much alike. If you're not growing, you're dying. So we grow in the hard times and we enjoy that growth in the good times. Let's here's to some good times, people. And that's wonderful. Perfect. Well, to finish this off then, if BZ, tell people one more time, I'll include it in the show notes, but tell people where they can find you. We'll ask Steve the same question, then we'll hang this up. Absolutely. If you need to, if if you don't find me, something's wrong. Everything is BZ The Voice. Twitter, BZ The Voice. Instagram, BZ The Voice. YouTube, BZ The Voice. 
Facebook, BZ The Voice. Uh, LinkedIn, BZ The Voice. Um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, uh, oh, my website, bzthevoice.com. Everything is BZ The Voice. You cannot lose me. I just wanted to hear you say BZ The Voice more times, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I just love hearing. I'm going to be sad when we hang this up because yep. just your, your voice is so soothing and so smooth. I love it. Uh, Steve, where can people find you? First and foremost, chat to me, talk to me, send me your questions, send me your nonsense, send me good vibes on Twitter at lstevo, E-L underscore S-T-E-E-V-O. To read my news, reviews and interviews with comics writers, comics artists, actors, TV stars, movie people involved in the world of comics, just type the words Steve J. Ray into the search engine of choice and that'll take you to all my links across both Dark Knight News and DC Comics News. Or search for Fantastic Universes, the site that's about everything fandom. Music, wrestling, horror, Doctor Who, Star Wars, comics, you name it, it's all there somewhere. And BZ, let me just say that you're going to make my son very happy. because Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a 25-year-old guy who grew up with the Justice League cartoon. So to him, Jon Stewart is Green Lantern. So as soon as you said <laughs> that's who your movie's going to be about, he's going to be really, really happy. So, yeah. Things are meant to happen for a reason, uh, and tonight was one of them. Yeah, dude. Um, uh, you know, just you can go to my website again, bzthevoice.com. Uh, I do have some production stills. It's only a few, but there are some production still photos on my site in the gallery. So you'll be able to see a couple things. Awesome. And that's the end of the podcast. Thanks as always for listening, guys. Make sure you check out both BZ The Voice and Steve J. Ray's multiple other projects they've got going on. As I said at the intro, in the show notes, there's loads and loads of links for you guys that you can click on to go check out review sites and podcasts and teaser trailers and all kinds of other things as well. And also, towards the end there, BZ did mention a video which is a Red Hood and It Pennywise crossover. I've included a link to that on YouTube in the show notes as well. So some of the other things I've been involved with, um, one of the more recent things that came out actually the Friday just um, before this podcast got released is I was on episode 42 of Indie Comics Spotlight. I am very grateful that Tony invited me onto the show on that episode because Tony managed to get a chat with Mark Russell, who's an individual who wrote the Second Coming comics, the Billionaire Island comics, uh, there was a new run of Flintstone comics, Snagglepuss, a few other bits and pieces as well. But I went on Indie Comics Spotlight quite a while ago now and spoke about the second coming comics with tony we had a good old natter about that and then we were going to just speak about billionaire island and he managed to get the creator of it actually on the show so it was a really really good chat you can hear me and tony slightly fanboying uh, being able to speak with mark russell because he is he's a, such an interesting and intelligent person and being able to talk to him about his creation was just incredible so make sure you check that out that is on the feed of comics in motion and you can find that, you know, along with Superheroes for Dummies, which is where one of the many podcasts that Steve J. Ray is a part of, as well as my other podcast, Star Wars Comics in Canon, is also found on the feed of Comics in Motion, as well as loads of other amazing shows, including the flagship TV and movies podcast that Comics in Motion started on. And obviously I was on there ages ago, did a Dread review, and I was on there more recently to do a Scott Pilgrim review as well. You can also check out the Comics on Trial episodes that come out there sort of a bit sporadically, because it kind of depends when all of us creators 
can kind of get together and do some stuff. I did defend Star Wars The Phantom Menace on there uh, a little while ago now against Scott Weatherly. And then in a week or two, I'm going to be prosecuting Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. And powerful Tony Farina is going to be defending that. And any of you regular listeners will recognize the name Megan because she is my self-proclaimed co-host who just occasionally appears in certain episodes, either co-hosting with me or I actually chat with her just by herself. So, you know, she's going to be the judge on that one and it's going to be a lot of fun. We've just been making our way through all of the Star Wars films again, just so we can kind of have a fresh view on it in a way and I can make some notes see <laughs> see who can win in this uh, in this comics on trial but it's going to be so much fun and you know I really recommend people do subscribe to comics in motion not just for my show styles comics and canon but also superheroes for dummies is, is hitting out of the park indie comic spotlight is hitting out of the park the tv movie show has always been hitting out of the park there's new shows coming on there as well there's some other shows that at the moment due to lockdown are a little bit dormant but there's plenty of content on there for one whole week you get several different podcasts on there too and also a friend of the show tonya todd who got me actually introduced to bz the voice she's been on the show twice before as in on a genuine chit chat she's going to come on again in the future she wants to meet megan because my self-proclaimed co-host is becoming very famous and more likable than i am in certain ways which i'm completely happy with and um tonya todd was on indie comic spotlight recently uh, they spoke about the comic black it was a few episodes ago now but if you check the back catalog it was episode number 42 and it was released on the 6th of november 2020 in case you're listening to this years in the future so make sure you check that out because it sounds like a really cool comic and i'm definitely going to be picking that up and tonya todd is great obviously she introduced me to bz the voice and has been on the genuine chit chat twice and is sure to come on again in the future as well so there's loads of great shows um every week you will get a few new shows including styles comics and canon and indie comic spotlight me and tony are pretty good at releasing them every week and many of the other shows is kind of it's a bit of fun isn't it every week not exactly knowing specifically what you're going to be getting but every couple of weeks you generally get each show so you know i really can't big up the comics in motion podcast enough because it's just anything to do with comics that you want you've got introductions to superheroes which is superheroes for dummies you've got mandatory marvel and dc by max Byrne, which is like the big comics that you want to check out indie comic spotlight is any comics not made by the big two marvel and dc which are you know there's loads of amazing comics in there too you've got Star Wars comics and canon which is me tackling the star wars comics and how they connect to the wider canon also so at the moment we've got a weekly Mandalorian show going on where the guys talk about Mandalorian and also I often record little nuggets of information to pop in there as well and you've got what's the topic which I think is taking a small break during lockdown you've got a new show which is going to be classic comics that's going to be coming out too so you've got loads of different shows on one feed so it's great just to subscribe so you've got so much different content on there but yeah, I mean, I was also recently on an episode of the Rob and Slim show that was released on November 17th, and that was a lot of fun to be on there too. I'm going to try and get those guys on in the future, probably in 2021. I've got already plans being made for 2021 for people coming on Genuine Chit Chat, which I'm very excited about. And also coming up, I've got one podcast recorded with a friend of mine called Dave. I've known him for quite a while. And he's um, If any of you have been long-term listeners to the show and recognize the guest Tom Guilford, who I've I had on the show a few times early on. In fact, me and him did a podcast all about The Room and The Disaster Artist, which was a lot of fun. And um, yeah, I'm, he's he's a friend of a friend, Dave Hope. But I've, I've met him numerous times at parties and events and things like that. He's a really cool guy. So we speak to him uh, about his new music that he's got coming out as well. Uh, and I've also got a 
recording due in a week and a half actually it's going to be well it's going to be not this coming Monday the Monday after so I'm very excited about that and that's going to be with a creator in the Star Wars world I don't want to mention much more than that just in case but everything is in the calendar and it seems to be going ahead so fingers crossed because I'm quite excited about that too so a lot of exciting things happening on Genuine Chit Chat I've also got due a crossover collaboration Christmas episode that I'm going to be doing with a previous guest of the show as well so I'm excited to you know get that recorded and released as well as lots of other things like I've got a few things coming out in 2021 with Scott Weatherly of the 20th Century Geek that Megan is also involved with so there's loads of cool things going on around me and probably the best way to keep up with all the sort of stuff I've got going on is to follow me on social media is at Genuine Chit Chat on Instagram, Twitter and on Facebook I'd say I'm the most active on Instagram you can see my stories on there where I sometimes post food or uh, videos of my tortoise or just sometimes if I'm at a cool place you know museums and whatnot obviously in current lockdown it's kind of hard to go to museums and things but you know i post on there photos from the comics i do with Star Wars comics and canon i post snippets of the conversations i've had with guests and things there's loads and loads of content on there i try and post them every couple of days or so so not overwhelming your feed but enough on there and then twitter i post similar ish amounts uh there's a bit more interaction on there but any way you want to get into contact with me and if you're not on any social media you can just email me and i'm happy to speak with you that's genuine chit chat at outlook.com but as i said all these sort of details and things are in the show notes of all the episodes and if you're really clamoring for more genuine chit chat but you don't want to make any contact with me and you're not sure what you want to listen to go on youtube i've put everything into playlists judging my genre and things i've got chats just with authors ones that are more nerdy and about films and things ones that are about social mental and political things they're in like genres on youtube essentially but obviously almost no one listens on youtube which is completely fine because you know it's a podcast people generally listen on podcasting apps and things but i have kind of organized them in there so it's a kind of good gauge to do that but that is really it for me guys i've been nattering on for far too long in this outro it's longer than i intend it to be but that's part of the fun i suppose i really hope you guys have enjoyed the episode with bz and steve j ray as much as i have and i am sure to have steve j ray and the other two guys from the superheroes for dummies podcast on genuine chit chat at some point in 2021 so make sure you subscribe so you can check out that too so that's enough for me guys as i said thank you as always for listening i do really really appreciate it check out any of the other shows and details in the show notes and i will be back talking to you next week first there was the dc comics news podcast then came the spinner rack and now the third show brought to you by the guys that brought you all that other stuff i just mentioned I am the night. A story about the stories. A show celebrating Batman, the animated series. Week by week, episode by episode. Just when you thought it was safe to put on a pair of headphones. I am the night.